Determining Your Child's Personality Type and Temperament Personality is determined by the interactions of temperament traits with the environment. Each person, including your child, comes with a factory-installed wiring. How your child is wired can determine whether they will be easy or difficult to raise, how well their temperament fits with the environment, and how well they are received by the people in the environment will determine how a child sees himself and others. Temperament is something we're born with. It's a set of traits that make each of us unique, and it's a powerful factor in determining how we react to the world. How can you tell what your child's temperament is? Between six and nine months, most parents begin to see patterns in their child's behavior that give them clues, but temperament becomes more apparent in the toddler years as your child becomes more verbal and social. I am Tommy Warren, Chief Podcaster for PrimetimeParenting.org, where at PrimetimeParenting.org, we don't see problems, we see solutions. What is temperament, and where does it come from? Temperament refers to both our personality traits and responses to life. Psychologists and researchers generally look at five characteristics when considering temperament. These characteristics include 1. Emotional intensity. Intense kids might squeal at the top of their lungs when they're happy and shout, throw things, or hit when they are mad. Kids on the low range of intensity tend to be quiet and rarely fuss sleep more than average, and show their emotions with only slight changes in facial expressions or tone of voice. Low-range characteristics is like, I just want to chill, to the intense kid whose characteristics is like, I want everyone to know how I feel. What can you do for a low-key child? Turn things up to attract their attention. Choose music with a dynamic beat. Choose a dramatic voice while reading. Devise activities that invoke or involve taking turns so your child remains engaged. Get their body moving. Low-intensity children are often more responsive if they're mobile. What you can do for the big reactor. Turn things down. Music and lighting should be soft. Anticipate blow-ups. Gently remove your child from potentially explosive situations. Try redirecting, getting them engaged in a different activity, or just give them a big hug. Make sure your child gets the sleep they need. 2. Activity Level If your child is action-oriented, you'll probably know by the time they're walking. They always want to be on the go, exploring the world around them by crawling, running, and climbing. These movers and shakers love space that offers lots of opportunity for movement. At the other end of the spectrum are the kids who are content to sit and play quietly and may prefer exploring with their hands instead of their legs. They tend to take in the world by looking and listening. Their interest in the things around them can be every bit as strong as an actor's baby, but they don't feel the same need to be up and about. For the less active child, entice your child to move by placing an interesting toy a little behind or beyond where they can easily get it. Follow your child's lead and take it slowly, 
Let, let them watch kids on the jungle gym. Then suggest going down the slide on your lap or listen to music together. It's easy to shift from listening to dancing if the music moves you. For the child who's on the move, offer lots of opportunities for safe, active explorations. Play hide and seek, freeze tag, and other games. Don't expect your child to sit still for long. Let them stand for a diaper change and leave them in the high chair as soon as they are done eating. Start limiting activity play. At least an hour before bedtime and perhaps 30 minutes before nap time to help slow them down. 3. Frustration Tolerance You may have clues about how well your child copes with frustration in the first year, but this will become more evident in toddlerhood. Children who are persistent, usually keeping, trying when faced with a challenge, and have a patience to wait for the needs to be met. A baby with a high tolerance for frustration will keep trying until she gets the cracker into her mouth, while one child may try over and over, a less persistent baby may give up and cry or attempt another activity instead. How to help the child who gives up easily. When your child falls apart, validate their frustration by saying, puzzles are hard. It makes you so mad when the pieces won't fit in their space. Help your child think through solutions without doing the work for them. Try again later. An activity that seems impossible when a child is hungry for lunch or needs a nap may be very manageable later. How you might respond to the persistent child. Join your child in his play. They may not need your presence, but they needs and benefits from your interactions, and you can help him build their new skills. Check to see whether your child is spinning his wheels by trying the same strategy over and over. Suggest new ways to approach the challenge. Be firm. A persistent child may have a hard time accepting no for an answer instead of giving in. Redirect her to something that she is allowed to do. 4. Reactions to new people While young children are generally well known for being inflexible about their routines, some kids seem to be even more dependent on them. These children tend to react to the smallest of shifts, a new food on their plate, or a slight change in the bedtime routine. They have more tantrums, which can be triggered by anything from suggesting of a new babysitter to a change of furniture in the house to the idea and that they have to stop doing something they're immersed in. And they need a lots of time and support to get comfortable in new surroundings. Generating lots of no, no, no outbursts before they adjust. Other children take change in stride. They tend to find new jackets, new friends, and new foods interesting. And they respond comfortably anywhere you take them because they nap in noisy restaurants, nurse whenever you happen to be, and enjoy looking around, drawing on the paper you tucked in your bag, or joining in the conversation. For the child who prefers things the way they are, use familiar objects such as a favorite blanket or stuffed animal, to ease anxiety during transitions. Ease into new activities. Talk about new activities first 
and set aside enough time to allow your child to get comfortable. Offer advance notice. When an activity is about to end, for example, you might say, when the timer rings, it's time for your bath. For the child who loves to try something new, be sensitive to your child's signals. When a child is extremely easygoing, we sometimes assume that any change is okay. Be sure to find some one-on-one quiet time to enjoy together. No matter how easily a child can handle being out in the world, there's nothing like taking time to snuggle on a living room couch and look at the favorite book together. 5. Reaction to Change A trait that is often apparent to parents early on is how your child reacts to new people. Does he engage newcomers by smiling or cooing if he's nonverbal, or is she shy and hesitant around people she doesn't know? Kids who are slow to warm up tend to need time and support from trusted caregivers before they feel comfortable enough to act. Introduce your child to new people from the safety of your arms. Give them your child's favorite toy or book and let them use it as a bridge to connect with them. Whenever possible, prepare your child to meet new people ahead of time and give them lots of time to get used to places. Do not label your child as shy. Labels can stick and become self-fulfilling prophecies. You can just explain to your child and others that they like to take things slow. How might you respond to a glad-to-meet-you child? Provide lots of opportunities for social interactions. Be ready to step in when needed. Even the most sociable child can find themselves in situations where they've had enough. Give your child time to play on their own. Giving your child the chance to use their own resources and imaginations help them learn that they can be content not only with friends, but also alone. Each person is born with his or her own unique personality characteristics and temperament. Temperament is not caused by something you did or didn't do, nor is it a product of culture, although a child's environment can play a role in how they perceive themselves and in how they adapt to life. An understanding temperament can help parents tailor their approach to their child's needs. Why is temperament important? Temperament is important because it helps caregivers better understand children's individual differences. By understanding temperament, caregivers can learn how to help children express their preference, desires, and feelings appropriately. Caregivers and families can also use their understanding of temperament to avoid blaming themselves or a child for reactions that are normal for that particular child. Most importantly, Adults can learn to anticipate issues before they occur and avoid frustrating themselves and the child by using approaches that do not match their temperament. You can use your knowledge or temperament in many ways to support positive social-emotional development in infants and toddlers you care for. Reflect on your own temperament and preferences. Understanding your own temperament can help you identify the best fit for each child in your care. Knowing more about your own temperament traits would also help you to take the child's perspective. 
This reflective process can help you become more attuned to the experience of each child within your care. You can then determine what adjustment might be needed to create a better fit for each child. Putting all the pieces together, the combination of all these individual traits is what makes your child who they are. Temperament is not something that they choose, nor is it something that you created. There's no right or wrong, no better or worse temperament. It's very important for children to accept for who they are. But let's face it, any parent with an intense, reactive child or a child who is very shy and slow to warm up will tell you that raising these children can be emotionally and physically exhausting. Whatever your child's temperament, you may prefer some of your child's characteristics over others. Parents struggle with these kinds of feelings for a range of reasons. Your child's behavior may remind you of parts of yourself you don't like so much or want to change. Conversely, you may feel discomfort with ways in which your child is very different from you. Remember that no matter how consistent a child's pattern may appear to be, sometimes children can and will catch you off guard by acting in ways you don't expect. The fact that your child can surprise you is one of the most exciting and even delightful rewards of parenthood. Visit the website www.primetimeparenting.org Go to the forum tab. Post a comment. Let us know what you think about parenting. Or post a topic you would like to hear on an upcoming podcast. Join me again on the next podcast. I am Tommy Warren, Chief Podcaster for PrimetimeParenting.org where at PrimetimeParenting.org we don't see problems, we see solutions.